welcome to Croxley Green Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. What do you think is going to bring you fulfilment in life? What do you think is going to bring you fulfilment in life? Maybe that's a question that uh, lots of people begin to ask at the start of a new year. There's always something strange about a flipping over of a calendar, a number, isn't there? Kind of brings our mind to new things and what might be fresh in our lives. Perhaps you've been asking that question at the start of this new year. Maybe we've been asking that question as a church together. It's not something just individuals ask it, some communities ask it, some churches ask as we, we seek God's new direction and freshness in our life together. Maybe there are different answers that come to people. Maybe it depends on your personality and maybe it depends on what time of life you're at. Maybe when you're starting out in life in your 20s, full of energy, and maybe you have a different answer to that question when you're approaching your 60s. All your 70s and beyond. Sometimes some people seem much more content just to let life happen. And some people, they strive for more. I was wondering, I, I was passed by about 20 racing cyclists as I walked up to the church this morning, all in their lycra and fluorescent yellow jerseys. And, I, you know, they were, they were piling it on, I'll tell you. It said Watford Sport Bike or something. And I wondered, you know, I wondered what they wanted in their lives. What did they want in their lives? Of course, there's another question. Uh, how do you feel once your goal is reached? Is that it? Is that enough for you? Or is there still going to be some restless longing, something missing in your life that you wonder what's next? You know, despite 10 years of austerity, we are still among the richest people in the world in this country. People long to live here. And yet levels of dissatisfaction and anxiety and mental illness and loneliness and brokenness seem higher than ever in our society. People do not seem fulfilled. And however you're going to answer those questions, I want to tell you this morning that Jesus knows your need. I want to tell you as well that he can meet your need. He knows your need. He can meet your need. Jesus, tired as he was from the journey, sat down by the well. It was about noon when a Samaritan woman came to draw water. Jesus said to her, will you give me a drink? Such a simple request that you miss how amazing it is. Because it goes to the heart of what we've just celebrated at Christmas, this birth of Jesus, God with us, God coming to live as a human being. God needs nothing. He's complete within his own being. There is nothing you can give God that will make it any more complete than he is 
And yet here is Jesus on a hot day asking for a drink of water. When I was a a child, when I was about seven, maybe eight, one summer's day, my mum and my friend's mum, David Lambert, they, they, they took us for a picnic down the what we call the quarries. It was a run-down country park on the edge of our town, sandwiched between railway lines and coal mines. And part of it had been a quarry or where they dumped the spoil when they dig out, dug out the railway cuttings. And we went down there for a picnic. It was, a, it was just a great place to explore. And just like Croxy Green, Kirkby and Ashfield, where I grew up, Kirkby and Ashfield was a place of three rivers. We had the River Eriwash, the River Lean, and the River Morn. All those three rivers had springs in our town. And as we walked to the quarries down this footpath, our parent, mum and dad, and my mum and uh, David's mum, points out to us there is a spring gushing out the ground of clean and cold and fresh water. And I remember we, t- we took some in our hands and we, we drank it and oh, it was good. It was good. It was refreshing, you know. And it saved us drinking our glass bottles of pop until later on in the day. It was welcome refreshment. Jesus asks for a drink of water on a hot day. And in that ask, you see the humility of Jesus. The one who made water possible through creation. The one who endows the earth with enough water to provide for our needs. He comes asking for water to meet his need. See, Jesus knows your need. He knows your physical needs. He knows your emotional needs. He knows your spiritual needs. He knows them because he's lived them. God knows them because he's lived them. And this conversation with this woman at a well over a very simple thing just reveals that he knows you better than you know yourself. He knows your needs much, much deeper than you know them yourself. Because this was a person with really deep needs that she was trying to hide. I mean, she's surprised Jesus even bothers asking her for a drink of water. It breaks every convention of the day. One, she's a woman, and men do not speak to women in public in those days. And two, she was a Samaritan and he was a Jew, and they loathed each other. They avoided one another like the plague. They just didn't meet. The bitterness was that much after centuries of division. And yet Jesus asks her and speaks to her. And she was desperately needed this conversation. I mean, if you've ever been in the Mediterranean in the Middle East, what you don't do is go out into the sunshine in the middle of the day. You have a nap in the shade. You rest. It's hot. You didn't go and collect water 
in the middle of the day. He went in the cool of the morning, and yet this is a woman who goes in the middle of the day because she wants to avoid the neighbours who didn't value her, who care for her, or hold her highly at all, probably the opposite. And this was a vulnerable person, not because she was on the fringe of this community. This was a vulnerable person because she'd been through multiple relationships. That's what you learn of later on. And whatever dreams this woman had had of finding fulfillment in her life, they were long, long past. She was just trying to do the best she could with the disappointments of life. Perhaps that's how you feel. Trying to do the best you can with the disappointments of life. Or maybe you've reached your goal that you set yourself. You thought if you got to that point, you'd be fulfilled in your life. And and it's not as great as you thought it was going to be. It's not just something that happens to individuals, it's something that happens to churches as well. Churches get disappointed, and disappointment lingers in our lives and strips us of expectation and hope and a sense of anything can be different. Yet listen to what Jesus offers this woman. Because it says that she and we and you and me are not beyond hope. If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked them and he would have given you living water. See, Jesus has asked... And now she's invited to ask back. He asks for ordinary water. And now he offers her living water. Water that reaches down to the depths of her life and brings renewal and healing and hope. But asking is hard when life's knocked you down, isn't it? When you're living in the shadow of disappointment. So she tries to deflect him, you know. You've nothing to draw with and the well's deep, she says. It can be suspicious when you've been let down, when your dreams have like shattered on the floor. Or when you've got them in your hand and they're not as good as they used to be. You can feel let down. It's hard to trust people. It's hard to let people in. Hard to let God in. And you can think nothing can change and it's okay, I'll just have to live with it. I'll just have to carry on. And maybe you said that to other people who've tried to draw alongside you in this moment. Or maybe you've done that to God when he's tried to draw close to you. When he's invited you to ask. Because it's hard to ask. It's hard to ask, isn't it? But Jesus is not dissuaded by these deflections or our deflections. You can't cover up your need with him. He sees, he knows. 
He perceives. And he longs for people to ask for him to fulfill you, to fulfill your deepest needs. Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will come, will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. It can be hard to ask. It can be hard to ask because you have to acknowledge that you need God in your life. You have to acknowledge you need something from him that nothing else can give you again. And we try everything to quench the thirst that there is in our lives. But no matter how successful that will be, you will still thirst again. However you seek to find fulfillment, no matter how successful you are, you will always be thirsty. But what Jesus promises is water that quenches life at its deepest level, a spring of water welling up to eternal life, a desire. Do you see that your desire for fulfillment, your desire for fullness of life is right? It's God-given. You've just got to look in the right place. And only one thing can truly satisfy, and that's that you are truly, deeply loved and valued by God. And he wants you to share in his life, no matter what life has been like in the past, he wants you to share in his life and his purpose. That is who you are meant to be. And that's what Jesus came to offer to this woman long ago and to you today, every one of you. At the end of that hot summer day, long ago, in the 1960s, after we had run up and down the humps and the hollows and ate the fish paste sandwiches, well, probably, and had our bag of crisps, which was a, which was a treat in those days. Our pop bottles were empty and it was a long walk home. So our plan was to stop at the spring and to fill them up with that cold, clear water that would quench our thirst. Except when we got back to the spring, somebody had trod all in it and the water was muddy. And you wouldn't want to drink it. And we went the rest of the way home thirsty. If you're seeking your own fulfillment, at the end of the day, all you will find is muddy water. And it will not look good in the end. It will leave you with a thirsty life. But it doesn't have to be this way. The water I give will mean that you will never thirst again. Living water that will well up to eternal life. Jesus offers it. 
All you have to do is ask for it. 